What's going on, everybody? This be your boy, DJ Anonymous, with Sports, Biz, Music, the podcast, episode 38. And I got a special guest in the building. I got my boy, Matt, the youngest the youngest manager in the game, for real. How old you is, man? I'm 19. 19 years old, bro. <laughs> Tell the people about yourself. So, um, I'm a 19-year-old kid from Philly, one of the hardest places to get out of uh, for music, mm-hmm. and one of the hardest things to do with music is this place. Uh, I started managing this year. I, I manage a, an artist that is up and coming right now. He goes by the name of Murder P. Yeah. Follow him on Instagram at Murder underscore P. Uh, check out him on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, etc. You can see all his things there. How you spell uh, his name? M-U-R-D-A-K. Space P. Space P, yeah, I'm going to check him up. Yeah, we just released a, a mixtape called Underdogs, and there's a previous mixtape we released back in November called No Time for Sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a feature on No Time for Sleep with a, a big artist out of Philly. He goes by the name of Core, K-U-R. Mm-hmm. And we also just, we did a feature with uh, P&B Mean, P&B Rock's brother. We haven't released that yet, though, but you got to stay tuned for that. But, um... I also happen to be Amber Rose's cousin. Um, you Amber Rose's so, cousin? Yeah, so that's, that's how, that happens to be the way I got most of my connects with the help of her. But, um, you know, uh, like I said, school wasn't really, like I did good in school, but I wasn't doing as good as I thought I could have been. Mm-hmm. So I figured, I, I always wanted like, I guess you could say the attention. So the thing I did was use these connects and, be around the people that you know are famous to get myself like networking and stuff it's a, it's a big thing i like to do is network for myself especially um you know be around these big artists and do the, do the good things i can do for my artists especially like another big thing in networking for me is to make sure whatever i'm learning and doing he's learning and doing so we come on together mm-hmm. uh but i like i like um i like managing I, I right now only have one artist I manage, but uh, I definitely want to open up my clientele eventually and help a lot of these artists that are coming up that need the exposure to get around the right people. Because I, I, that's a big thing with me. I'm, I'm someone that likes to help instead of be against you. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like competition. I like everybody winning together. So that's a big thing about me. Yeah, I feel you, bro. So you got like the you have you really had the passion for management, like for being a manager. Like, what do you love, or what well, I can say, like, what's the good and bad things about being a manager? So the good the good things about being a manager is that you know you get to make it, you get to have the experience the same way the artist is. Like, if you go somewhere, you're going somewhere. You know, there's a lot of things to learn. There's a lot of things you'll have regrets and make mistakes about but you'll learn from them and that's what helps you get smarter I feel like in this business the, the things you gotta go through is you know what helps you out in the long run um, you know in my eyes it's like the good ones you'll find out there in this business is the people that can go through the, the hard things to make the easier outcomes mm-hmm. so you know I, I thought another good thing is like it's, it's more likely have fun with it instead of being like, oh, like, it's so stressed out about it. Like, make sure you're making fun out of it too, because this is this whole music industry. Like, this is supposed to be about fun, no matter how yeah. much of a hard industry it is and all that type of stuff. It's supposed to be you living your life because you only get one shot at it. So make the most out of it. 
and live your life to the, like it's the last day every day. Mm. So um, the bad things I would say is that though it is it's a stressful job. Mm-hmm. That there's definitely stressing because you know there's a lot of things you gotta do. You gotta you gotta make sure your bookings and futures are set up right. You gotta you gotta get your your, studi- your artists in the studio all the time. You gotta you know you're at shows almost every weekend. Uh, I'll be at Roots Picnic this weekend, uh, which is actually tomorrow. This is uh, it. Roots Picnic is a big festival in Philly. This year we have uh, Lil Uzi headline in Philly Zone. Uh, we also have Two Chains on there, Versa Kid, Jay Critch, uh, DJ Drama has a set on there. Um, we have there's an artist coming out of Philly right now. She's a girl. Her name she goes by the name of Bree Steves. Uh, in my eyes, I think she's definitely someone that's going to make a name for herself. She's been making some big moves lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, lately, I've heard that Kendrick Lamar's reached out to her. So, you know, she's, she's doing some good things right now. Shout out to Margot Bray. Um, you know, so that's that's a big festival I'll be at tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely the bad things about it really are just it's stressful. And, like, um, you got to just know how to get through it. And there's yeah. also with this industry, there's a lot of hate that comes to it. Anybody that's in the industry knows that. But you, it's, it's a matter of how thick your skin is and if you could get through it and not really care what anybody says about you and all that type of stuff. Yeah, because, like, it's like my 30th episode. Uh, like, every artist and producer, and they always say, like, the industry is, like, even I know as a DJ, like, it's it's a lot of politics. You know, it's a lot of stress. Um, right. It's a lot of things, like, you got to go through people, through, you know, management, you know, like yourself to, to get things done. And but at the end of the day, you're right. Like you have to still have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, that's that's the main thing. Like I definitely want to say too, being 19, doing the things I'm doing, it's the, where I come from in the part of Philly too. There ain't nobody that ever did this. So the, when these kids around my age look at me like that, like how you random people? How do you do this? How do you, everybody's got a million questions? And it's like. Everybody hates them because they're like, oh, well, because anybody's going to hate really that just can't do the things you can do. That's yeah. just how like, but I definitely do a lot of hate, like a lot of hate, like my, my cars, tires, they get smashed, on, they get slashed sometimes, like people be talking with my house, like, like people just be like trying to hit licks on me somehow, like I hear through word of mouth, like it's just like, like why? I look at it like. You should be happy. Somebody from the community is doing these things that they're doing. Exactly. So you shouldn't don't hate on someone for what they have, and sit on the couch while you're doing. It, especially when you can go up, get up, go do the same things they're doing, and get money the same way I'm doing, and have the things I'm having in life. So you ain't got to hate on another thing. Exactly. That's all. Do it. And it's just like I hope that like what I'm doing right now, whether it's the kids younger than me, the kids my age, or the kids older than me. I hope that I'm motivating somebody around here, at least one person, to look at life like, damn, if he can do this, I can do that. And, you know, I hope it's motivating somebody out there to where it's like they're going to keep following their genes and not let anybody tell them no, because that's what I had to do. Especially that, you know, I'm 19 in a cutthroat industry, and also I'm I'm a white kid in a black-dominated industry. Yeah, yeah. so you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's something that people pop their eyes over the belly. Whoa, how's he around him? It's, it's just something unexpected. And I did it out of nowhere because this is, like I said, my first year. And I'm around people that I shouldn't be after it should take me like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's definitely an unexpected thing. But I definitely hope that I'm, I'm motivating somebody out there to go do what they want to do in life. And no matter what the case is. No, you definitely motivating me, man. I've been doing, I'm 26. 
I've been doing this since like I was like 15. And I feel yeah, like, so you know. That's 11 years. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, just look at it like, don't, no matter how long it takes, it can take 5, 10, 15 years. Everybody gets their time. Yeah. No matter, you know? So it's one day you'll wake up. Things can happen quick. I learned that definitely in life with this industry. Like, things can happen quick, things can change quick. So you could wake up one day and have a call by DJ John or someone. He wants to do a mixtape with you because you're a DJ. Like, you never know. Anything can happen. I hope so one day, because that was one of, like, my idols, you know, growing up. Like, he was the one who, I was like, I want to do mixtapes, because between, like, 2006 and I could say, like, 2012, well, before that, like, probably, like, 0405 to, like, 2012 was, like, the golden age of, of, like, mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had the... Yeah, like, it was just, like, a moment, like, in hip hop, where you had the the Wale's, the Wiz Khalifa's, the J Cole's, like the DJ Dramas, like yeah, all these artists and DJs just blowing up, man. That's legend. Okay. That's legendary, bro. Like, <laughs> how? Like, what? What? What were like the 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 big names you've been around? Like, and how was the experience? I would say. If I had to make like a top three, the biggest names I've been around, I would say, you see, to me too, like these rappers, they try, they kind of treat me like a brother, which I, I really, truly appreciate because, you know, there's a lot of fakeness out there. Yeah. That's a main tattoo on my wrist too. If you can see, it's it's a uh, it's a music note, yeah. a guitar, and a snake. And see, I draw all my own tattoos. So like, you can see, that's like my head sleeve right now. Yeah, that shit look hot. So I draw my own, t- own tattoos and... um. That music note and everything, that's not what concept I came up with. It said, for the music note, it's music's my life. The guitar is, it's a rock star lifestyle. And then the snake is, it's a, but it's a business full of snakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I basically keep that tattoo as like a symbol to like to let people know, like, I'm a hard rock to move. Yeah. You got a good point to me for me to put you in around me and to, for me to trust you and all this type of things and to help you win the same way I'm winning. So, you know, uh, that's definitely a big part that plays in me. But um, these 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 artists—they proved to me that you know they had to go through the same stuff, like mm-hmm. proving who's a snake and who's not. So when they treat me like a brother, I could tell it's a real connection because it's like you know they 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 think everybody's a snake. Everybody that's in this industry thinks everybody's a snake. Yeah. So when you really treat somebody good like that, like you know that that the love's there. It's, it's a real true mm-hmm. connection. But I think I had to say the top three names all around was definitely like Uzi. Uzi. Uh. I would say, you know, DJ Drama, because he's just a big name in the industry. He's a legend. That's a legend, bro. I can't. And I want to meet him one day so bad. I think I would say another name would have to be. Uh, I'm gonna go with my favorite artist, Little Skies, right now. That's my Little favorite Skies. artist. Right now. He, um, you know, I've I've known this man since like he had. I don't even know, like 50,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And I met him actually when he went on tour with Lil Uzi. When Lil Uzi did like a six sh- uh, tour date shows in like back in like November, December. Yeah. It was like a tri state type. Well, it was like an East Coast type thing, like Philly, New York, um, you know, Florida, like Carolina, like all down the East Coast, really. Yeah, like um, from like the Southeast, Northeast connections. Yeah, type, like yeah. Boston. So. I met him when they came to Philly when I was in the back, and I was like, 
I didn't know of him because there was this one song he actually got noticed by. It was called Rude. Mm-hmm. And um, that was, was like my song. So like I was like, oh, I'm a little Scottish fan. I fuck with this kid. So when we were in the back at the Uzi show, like I met him after he just got off his set. And I was just like, you know, I was telling him, like, listen, like, I know this tour right here is going to push you harder. Like that, that's going to make you bigger, I said, because this is what you needed. You got the music. It's just you needed the, a little bit of exposure. Now you're in front of big, big crowds like this almost every night. I mm-hmm. said, this is going to put you up there big. And what do you know? The tour was over. They hit a million followers. He started, he released his album, like um, the Life of a Dark Rose album. That uh, that was top 10 on album before mm-hmm. it even came out on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. It didn't even come out yet. And it was already on the top 10 albums. And because he had two songs out so far for the album, which is Red Roses and Nowadays is two big hits. Yeah. Uh, but... I would think I, if I had to say anybody in this industry right now is the most hardworking, humble rapper in the game, I'd have to go with Lil Skies because he proved, he, I fuck with him more as a person than just an artist because there's just so many things in him that makes you look at him like, wow, we need more artists like in this in the game because he's the type of person that'll sit down with me and ask me how's life going, what you trying to do in life afterwards. Like, none of these artists, they don't care. Yeah. They, they just want the money and the exposure like him. He's just like, if I can just have my niggas around me and like, and just make music and make sure they're all good with me, yeah. and I have to do the shows and have the fame and everything like that, he said I was perfectly fine with that. Like I just want to, like I say in my songs, I just want to be stable. Tell my family we made it, and he he says like you know, there ain't nothing different to me. Like I'm the same person from when I back had it, like one follower. He said, like, the only thing you'll see different about me, maybe, is I got a Louis shirt on instead of, like, a Nike shirt. He said, yeah. like, that, that might be the only difference you'll see in me. He said, like, I don't spend my money. I don't do none of this stuff. Like, he said, the only thing I did after my tour was I paid my mom's bills off for the rest of the year. I bought myself a car. He's like, that's all I did. He's like, I don't, I don't like spending my money, he said, but I'm, I'm the type that gets the bag and make another move with it. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of spending it, see. So, I mean, I really respect him as an artist. I I really respect him as a person, especially like he he proves that like you know he can get that label at humble and hardworking because there ain't too many people out there like that. there's a lot a lot of cocky people and mm-hmm. a lot of people that just you know they forget about the fans and everything once they have the exposure because it's just like we're, we're up now what do we need these fans for like I don't care yeah. like that's what most these rappers think but him he don't no nah, like he'll, he'll he's there for every fan like he appreciates every fan and how how much they show love to him and all this type stuff. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So I can tell, yeah, that's your favorite rapper, cause that's something that we gonna talk about a little bit later. But I do want to ask this question. I don't want it to overshadow you because you're doing a lot of great things. Like you're 19 years old. This, this, this is your episode. But I do want to ask this: How, like, Amber Rose is really your cousin, right? Yes, she, um, her. Her grandpa and my grandma got married, so we're we're married. We're cousins through marriage. All right, so like, how did she like kind of help you in a way to at least open the doors for you to do your thing? So basically, like, since her and Wiz got the the baby together, yeah. like, so I, I knew Wiz too. And um, funny story is like how I met Uzi was because we were in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of found out, like, this is before Love is Rage even came out. This is when Uzi was still spitting and all that. So, like, yeah. And we were, I knew a couple industry people, though, before this. So, like, 
they invite me down to the studio and um we were like we were I was watching I was sitting in on a session just watching him go to work and someone told him how like Wiz was my cousin and Wiz happens to be a very big inspiration to him mm-hmm. and um, he also happens to be a very big inspiration to Lil Sky uh, Wiz Khalifa so that's another way I kind of you know clicked with him but I feel like but, don't I'm not bad for for cutting you off, but I feel like Wes Khalifa is like is very underrated when it in terms of the influence that he brought to the younger yeah. artists. Yeah, I definitely say he. You most most artists you ask in the game whose inspirations to you, I, I could definitely you could definitely say like Wiz is definitely in their list like of inspirations. But but who's they? Yeah, Uzi found out like Wiz is my cousin, so you know he came up to me, he started talking about it and everything. It was like you know can you like. He helped me meet him and all this, and like, I kind of looked at it like I don't usually do that, but like, I really did fuck with Uzi at the point, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I think this kid could go somewhere with the right exposure. Like, this this could be the next star in the making, and so like, I just brought Uzi, I brought Wiz with me to the next. Hello. My, my bad, y'all. We got a little bit of difficulties. Hold on. Yeah, my bad, y'all. We doing the interview, doing um, doing Skype. I'm trying to get back with Matt, y'all. Um, little commercial break. Uh, make sure that y'all follow Sports Biz Music, the podcast, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Audio Boom. Uh, we pretty much everywhere. Um, right now, if you, if if if, my bad, y'all. I'm, <laughs> but um, if you're interested in uh, having your ass on the podcast, like. Just send it my way to sportsbizmusic uh, at gmail dot com. We are currently looking for well, yeah, we are currently looking for um, sponsors or advertisement because the podcast is growing slowly but surely. We almost at that three thousand mark of uh, all time listeners. So, so yeah. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? What happened to the uh, to the FaceTime? Oh, I don't know, cause the the I don't know. It's not working no more. Nah, mine's mine's working now. I don't know if it was like a disconnection or something like that. Oh shit! I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna try, cause I'm trying to call you on computer again. Hold on one sec. All right. Hold on, let me hang up. Technology. Mm -mm. 
But yeah, once again, the Sports Biz Music, the podcast is everywhere. iTunes, Audio Boom. Shout out to Audio Boom. Audio, Audio Boom, I'm looking for that, that cosign soon. Uh, Cass, uh, what's it? Cass, uh, Radio, FM, uh, Spotify, uh, All Heart Radio, Stitcher, Podcast, we everywhere. Coming soon. Well, we, we already on SoundCloud. Coming soon to, um, the YouTube, and also check out me and my fiance's uh, podcast, uh, Cuddle Talk, um, which you can find everywhere as well. Um, we got more episodes. We've been lacking on that on that show. We've been busy with the wedding and everything, but uh, but yeah. Hello? Keys going to my phone. I'm trying to see how I can get this to be on both. Uh, I mean, on back on the computer. That's weird. Alright, whatever. Let's do it. Uh, it's cool. Alright, so, so what we what we left off at? Uh, yeah. So with um Amber and all, like um, yeah. So they kind of like you know went off from there, and mm-hmm. um, we I was kind of moving with him for a little bit. Then I kind of expanded out to meeting new artists and stuff. So now it's like now I'm at a point where it's like. Any artist you know, listen to, or heard of, like, I've worked with, or hung out with, something, like, they just hit me up when they get to Philly, basically. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was down in Miami for Rolling Loud, uh, like, two, three weeks ago. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and, um, I was, I was, like, shopping with Gunner, and, like, you know, I was doing a bunch of things down there, but, um, we, I, lately, I've been, I've been, with uh, Lil' Skies, if there was an artist I had to get with, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, Amber, she kind of, basically just being able for me to say, like, you know, Amber's my cousin, kind of opened up a couple doors for me to get into places, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, my face was known from there, so then it was just like, then it was like, I started doing my own work and stuff like that, so then people started, you know, talking about it because, like, I'm doing my own stuff and all, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yo, that's what's up, man, like, Cause that that was something I just wanted to ask because you know in this industry, especially like in the hip hop industry, people will probably you know they'll probably say that oh you just using that for your advantage, but you know you're doing your own thing, you know you in your own lane and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, they gotta respect that, you know what I'm saying? So you know it is what it is, but so. This is one of my favorite segments on the podcast. Um, I I ask people like, what who's they like top five artists of all time? So, um, top five artists of all time. Yeah. Uh, I like. See, I I'm, I know I could be looking like I'm all into new school, 
Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm going to mix in both here. So, like, if I had to say my top five of all time, see, I don't, I don't know if I have an order, but I definitely could give you, like, a top five. Like, mm-hmm. um, no, this isn't an order, but I would say. Yeah, it don't got to be an order. I, w- I think I would say Nas. He, oh. he was one of my fa- he's one of my favorite rappers from the old school. Okay. Uh, Nas. Legend. Mob Deep. Okay. You the first one to put them on your like I ever heard on the top five on the show. Oh, that's good. I, I, I like Mob Deep. I, I think I really like their um, I really like their style. They, they and you know the they 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 spoke to me away. Um, say Drake. Drake's one of my favorites of all time. What you thought about the whole beef with him and Pusha T that's going on? Oh, uh, I would, I would say in the beginning, after Drake dropped that dumpy freestyle, I really thought it was over. But I thought I think Pusha T came back pretty strong. He came back pretty strong. It's definitely strong. And now I think Drake. He, I think Drake can come. I think Drake can come back pretty stronger. I think I think I know by if Drake how Drake is after seeing a beef with him and Meek, I think I could definitely see Drake coming back strong enough to mm-hmm. where he could pull out a win if you know if he kills him enough. But uh, yeah, I think I think the beef's pretty interesting right now. I like it. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's probably one of the in the long term like one of the best like beefs. I think. Yeah, no, I- they're getting pretty personal, so that's why I think it's pretty good. Yeah, so I, I, I like, you know, Pussy T. You know, he's one. He's an MC. You know, like he's one of them like underrated MCs. And Drake, you know, he's, you know, he's a star. He's a mega star, but he could, you know, he could spit too as well. So I think Drake gonna come back with something, but Pussy T gonna come back. So I think this beef, because people don't know, this beef been going on for about some years now. It's been. About six, seven years, you know, low key. Yeah, it's been going on. It just started back up, though. Yeah, so it's just. It's, <laughs> it's, hey, at first I thought it was like Pusher was just starting it back up to get them album sales up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They're getting pretty personal again. So it's like, you know, this might be pretty real. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think I, I really liked the W freestyle Jake. I, I think it was funny when in the beginning, like Jake did like a. Like I really gotta, I really gotta diss him again right now. Like, like, I'm, like I'm Drake. I really gotta do this right now. Like he, he shouldn't even marry me type thing. But I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty funny. But I actually yeah. like that Drake though. Honestly, like I never seen that side of Drake. You know, even when that beef with Meek Mill, like I ain't see that cockiness from Drake. Like when he about to diss yeah. someone, so he he had a whole new respect when he did that freestyle. You know what I'm saying? But We'll see. Hey, wait. Quick question. Um, do you do you got FaceTime? Yeah. You want to FaceTime so I can do it off my computer? All right. What you want to do? Like, like call. Um. Like from like you want like FaceTime, FaceTime, or you want like Skype, FaceTime? Yeah, FaceTime. Cause I don't know what's going on with the Skype. All right, I got you. Just send me your 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 um. I'm gonna try and FaceTime real quick off of Skype again. If it don't work, then I'll just I'll send you my number. Alright. Alright. Yeah guys, that's the 
Okay. Yeah, guys, that's the that's the um problem with technology. What's wrong with it? Yeah, man. I apologize to everybody listening to the podcast. It's just the technology is taking over for the nine nine and two thousand. Crazy. Yeah, once again, the podcast can be found on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, uh, Cast, FM, uh, Audio Boom, TuneIn, uh, Radio App, SoundCloud, coming soon to YouTube. Um, we everywhere, man. The podcast is everywhere, man. Just trying to do this podcast to support Everyone that's on the ground, whether it's the upper coming or the people who's in the middle, that's in the middle ground, that's almost there, and the people that's already there, like, that's the whole point for the podcast, you know? Yo, Yo hold on one sec. I just did it off my phone so I can get it on my computer. Hold on one sec. Alright. Technology at its fullest, y'all boys. Um. I gotta go with Kanye. Kanye? Why? Uh, I, I'm, I'm more of an old Kanye fan. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know what he's doing with his new shit. But, uh,. As a kid growing up, like, you know, graduation and all that, they were definitely albums of my, like, go-to. Yeah, so, graduation, you know, yeah. Yeah, so I was always, like, a like a uh, Kanye fan, but... And then I think for the last one, I gotta say... I gotta... I gotta say... I know it's hard, bro. <laughs> I gotta say Kendrick. Kendrick, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big Kendrick fan. So yeah, I would say you know Nas, Mob D, J, Kendrick, and Kanye. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting top five, man. Cause yeah. not a lot of people use like Mob Deep, and Kanye is surprisingly is in a lot of people top five. But when people think of top five artists. You know, someone like me would probably think about lyrical and stuff like that. But Kanye, he's a genius, and I ain't even hear the whole the the new album that came up. I heard it's dope. So, yeah, 
Yeah, I ain't get a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, but I heard it's, they say it's real good. Did you? What's, let me ask you a question. What, what did you think about Yeezus? Uh, I, I think I liked it. I liked it. It was, wow. it was different coming out of Kanye. <laughs> it, was, it was different coming out of Kanye, so, you know, it was like, I'm always like, I always like that stuff when I know, I, I like, because I always say this too, with music nowadays though, Yeah. now I feel like to, in this year, if it's like, with music, nobody's into a genre anymore, everybody's into an artist, and mm -hmm. what that artist can do differently yeah. in the game, and so like, that's how I feel like people are into like people aren't into no genres no more. People are into the artist artists and what they can do. So like I and I always had that mindset since I was a kid. I was just always into an artist and so like mm -hmm. I always like seeing the different coming out of artists. Like so when that was something that came out of Kanye like that, that was different. It was just like, Whoa, this is like this is this is different. Like, I like it. I don't know. So, I gotta listen to it again because you're not the only one who said I'm like I only, it was only probably like two or three songs I liked from that whole project. Yeah. But I got to listen to it again. I like uh, Life of Pablo. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, like, I like Life of Pablo. That was, that was good. You know, and then... There's uh, a lot of good songs in there. Yeah, the, the Dark Twisted uh, Fantasy. I actually just just heard the full album just this year. And I can't believe I slept on that, on that yeah, album. Yeah, I think, I think I had to say... My favorite Kanye album would have to be either um, 808 and Heartbreaks. Okay. Or probably Graduation. Yeah, Graduation's mine. Like, hands down. Like, I can listen to that the whole the whole way. So, the last question is, um, where you see yourself, like, five to ten years from now? 19 years old, you already doing your big things and stuff like that, so. Uh, 10 years from now, you'll be 29, bro. <laughs> damn. Like, well, I don't know. The big thing on me always was I like to live in a moment, so that wasn't anything I ever thought of, but um, hopefully in five to 10 years, I see myself uh, the CEO of my own label. Okay. Uh, One of the biggest... Show entertainment businesses in the rap game because mm -hmm. I'm def I'm getting into that right now. Uh, I'm gonna start selling shows. So okay, uh, we I was gonna sell with Little Skies one, but I got him set up on the tour with my cousin right now. So it's because it's uh, Wiz Khalifa, Ray Shremmerd, Little Skies, and OT Genesis all going on a tour, mm -hmm. and they got like a 23 tour date to worry about. So like I was just telling them, listen, you just worry about that. Don't stress about an independent show like mine mm -hmm. right now. So when he comes back, maybe he'll drop his new project that he's looking to do and stuff. By then, and maybe we could do a big show in Philly or something. Um, so I I'm getting into doing shows right now. Right now, I'm looking for the artists. I might start off small by doing something, but like with Juice World. Yeah. You ever, you ever hear Juice World? Juice World. What is who, what is that? He sings this song, uh, Juice "All Girls Are the Same" and "Lucid Dreams." Juice World. I probably heard him. I gotta check him up. He's, he's, yeah, he's a young. He he just blew up out of nowhere. He literally just got in the game. Really. What he uh, from? I think if I had to say he, I compared him to somebody too. Mm -hmm. Just so you get this ear already. Like he, he reminds me of like a Uzi styled, but oh. sounds like Black Post Malone. It's crazy. I know who he is now because I had seen it on Apple Music that he dropped something. Yeah, his out. His, he just dropped his project. It's called uh, Goodbye and Get Rid of. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I definitely suggest that. Uh, the three songs I suggest on there would be All Girls Are the Same. Mm. Uh, Lucid Dreams and Rock uh, Lean With Me. Yeah, I gotta check him up, man. But, um, 
yeah, I hope, hope to be this CEO of my own label, um, CEO of, uh, of the show entertainment business. I definitely want to get that started soon, get an LLC for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully also to, I, another big goal of mine is I just started, I actually just started it. Um, I'm all, I'm now an owner of my own music festival and I hope for, hopefully one day hope to have it bigger than Made in America, which so is a big festival here in Philly. What's the name? Because I have a couple artists that I manage. What's um, the name of called, it? Well, right now, which is we, just because we just started it, it's in um, it, it's it's down in Philly, but it's called Nice Town Festival because it's in Nice Town, uh, Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a give back festival, so it's a, it's a free festival, and um, it, it's mm-hmm. also a festival that raises. It's got games, food. You know, we got boxing events in there going on. Like, we got everything going on. Um, and it's it's all to raise money for a kid that um, was murdered and stuff. There's a scholarship fund for him. So, we, you know, we're we're doing that to raise money for that and stuff. So, um, yeah, right now it's just a free festival. So mm-hmm. uh, we're working on the artistry and all that right now and stuff like that. But we, we definitely hope to branch out and become, you know, a stronger, better uh, festival eventually down the line. Like I said, I want to I wanna have a festival bigger than Made in America one day. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, if I if I got you know, some also like rolling loud, something big, something as big as Coach Hell one day. Like I, I'm just pushing for the stars. I ain't gonna let nothing stop me. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's the like, goal, bro. Yeah, that's the goal. Cause I was thinking about doing something like that too. Cause Miami, we don't really have. I mean, rolling loud travels. You know, um, we got the ultra, but ultra to me is not. I mean, oh, so that's a big one. It's big, but it's, it don't give homage to, like, hip-hop, you know. Yeah, uh, no, it don't. It don't. So it's like, I always wanted to do something, like, for, for Miami, because nowadays, too, like, you got all these artists coming out of nowhere, you know, with the Denzel Curry's and stuff like that, like. Yeah. Man, like, we on the same, like, like mindset, man, but. Yeah, uh, wow, shout-out to Denzel Curry, too, especially, because, um. He was happening to wear a piece of my clothing line his, um, in his uh, latest music video. Oh, you got a clothing line? Yeah, I got a, um, I'm, I'm just, I just got on board with it, sort of. Uh, yeah. You know, shout out to my guy, Leslie. He's the, he's the main owner. Uh, it's, it's a actually really big clothing line down here in Philly. It's called Torture. Torture. Uh, you can look it up on Instagram at Torture Files, but the main page to follow would be, uh, Leslie's page, which is... It's uh, Leslie St. Louis, L-E-S-L-Y, Saint spelled out, and then L-O-U-I-S. Um, you'll see everybody that's, you know, we've had artists such as Meek Mill wearing our stuff, Lola Uzi, Denzel Carey, Cody Sheen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just happened to get some of the Migos lately, so that, you know, that comes yeah, out on, yeah. on social media, that'll be big for us. Because... Uh, you know, you know the um, you know the thing that's ran by like Spotify is called Rap Caviar. Yeah. So um, they did a show here in Philly recently. It was on May nineteenth. It was it was PNB Rock, Trippy Red, and Migos all on one show. But uh, Trippy happened to no show, and um, t- uh, Offset couldn't come because of the car accident and stuff. But yeah. uh, I was in I was in the back and stuff, and so like I ran into Quavo and Takeoff. So I, I gave them a headband because that headband's like the uh, most bought thing probably in the. In the uh, color line, it's probably one of the sickest pieces. Uh, I'll sh- show you a picture of it real quick. Yeah, let me see that bad boy. Uh, so these are like the headbands right here. 
we got them in a bunch of colors. Oh yeah, that shit look it hard. Just, it says torture across the way. Um, we did a. If you remember the old 76ers logo back when AI played, yeah, we did, we did this. It's it's like the Sixers logo, but it says torture. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna need that. I need I'm gonna need that, bro, because that was that was doing like Allen Iverson's one of my favorite players of all time, and like. <laughs> Yeah, that's hard. That's one, that's one of our uh, our um, OGCs uh, torture. How long you been doing the clever line? Uh, I just literally got on this recently, um, so it's not even like a year. Uh, so you know, like my my man that's that runs a cool line is just, just as connected as I was to like this is back with Uzi back in like fifteen. You can tell that's old Uzi right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out to my guy Leslie. He's doing his thing, man. Um. You can go. You can go at the website. It's uh, torturefiles.co. Torturefiles.co. I think we're sold out for everything right now, but we'll definitely have some back out there soon. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you got any other questions? Oh man, you you man, you just got a lot. Oh, I going can sit, on, I can sit here and talk with you all day. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm kind of hoping you have more questions. I love these things. Yeah, man, no, we'll, we'll definitely have a part two, bro. Like, honestly, man, like, we got to keep in touch, man. Like, you're you're 19 years old. You're doing your thing, not just in music. For, I do it all for him, too. Right here, this man. Who's that? This is my cousin. He was 16 years old. Yeah. Uh, back in October, he was murdered. He, um, he, no, he was just sitting on his step. Just literally sitting on his step, and these kids... Um, so in Philly, where he lived on, it was it's on 12th and Rittner, which yeah. is the street. And these other kids lived on like 12th and Wharton, which was like it's like a bomb, but um, it's like it's like a nice walk from each other. Like it's, it's a nice amount of miles, but they you know they they took the walk down. It was like four kids. My cousin was sitting on his set with like two of his friends. Uh, actually, there might have been like five or six of those kids that came down. But um, yeah, they came down. They, uh, my cousin was just sitting on his step, hanging on his, his step like he always did. He always tell his friends, like, you know, come hang with me on the step or something. Just come talk. And um, these kids, they came up. They were like, yeah, this is my street now, all this. And, yeah. Uh, they were, they were, my cousin was like, yeah, come on, we don't want no problems. Like, and the thing is, like, not to say that, like, he was saying that in a bitch way. Because, like, my cousin, we in our family, it runs in the family. Like, we're all, we're all like, fighters. Like, he was a boxer. I'm a, I also, uh, I'm also an MMA fighter. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he did boxing. Like, the whole family. He runs in the family. And uh, so, you know, he was a boxer. And his nickname was Tanky because he was like a tank. He had no fear. Yeah. So, um, these kids, you know, he was like, oh, you know, we don't want no problems. Come on, get, uh, get out. And so then they kept bothering. Like, yeah, this is our street. This is our street. Um, this is our street now. Like, we run 12th Street. And my cousin was like, come on, no problems. And so... Uh, the kid pulled out a gun to mm-hmm. like kind of make him run away and just get scared, sort of. And um, my cousin, you know, was looking at it like he's got to protect his friends now. So he tackled the kid that had the gun in his hand. And so like, um, see, also I think that the shooter's mindset was that he wasn't going there to kill my cousin, it was just to put a scare in him. But I think mm-hmm. when he seen my cousin running at him, it was more likely to say like, damn, I got to shoot him because he's going to get this gun and shoot me now. Like, so when they fell to the floor, the guy, like, you know, he was on the bottom, so like, he slipped his arm out from under where mm-hmm. my cousin's chest was and shot him in his shoulder with yeah. a forty five caliber bullet hollow tip on it. So it went through his, sho- it went through his shoulder into his heart and exploded the bullet. Yeah. Um, 
So then he was rushed to the hospital that was like right down the street, but they mm. didn't have a, um, I think it's called trauma center. Yeah, the trauma. It doesn't, it doesn't help with anything like bullet holes and stuff like that. And so then they had to transfer him to another hospital up in the city and uh, all this type of stuff. And he just didn't make it. But, um, but yeah, it was, it's crazy because it was just like, and then it's the kids just sitting on a step like that. Like, and you know, it was just like, it, the intention wasn't on him getting killed that night. But um, the kid actually that killed him, when he got up on the floor, he was so scared that he just did that. His hand was shaking. He shot his friend next to him and killed him right there. Damn. So he shot so, your yeah, cousin he, he and his own friend and killed my cousin in the same five minutes. And now Damn, he's, I, his, his hearing's actually in like a couple of days, this kid. I'm uh, pretty sure he's going to get charged as an adult with double homicide. But. You know, it's it's crazy. It, a lot of shits happened here lately, like with kids dying, especially like another kid around the way just died the other day. Mm-hmm. Wasn't supposed to be the kid that was getting shot. It was supposed to be a different kid getting shot. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids pulled up on him, shot him twice in his face, and took four. He took four to the uh, mm-hmm. four to the body. Also, he was uh he was like fifteen, and then another kid ten years old around the way was riding his bike and got hit by like a big twelve wheeler and died. Like. Uh, it's just crazy it's how many crazy, kids are bro. dying out here, man. Cause like, I put it on, I put it on my Instagram recently too. I was like, it's crazy how we used to pray and hope that the day never came when we got old and die, but now you gotta pray that that day and every day. Yeah, especially with these school shootings and it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, especially down in like Parkland, Florida, with that, that school shooting and stuff like. Bro, like Parkland, a lot of why the reason the reason why a lot of people were surprised because Parkland. And South Florida is like one of them suburban areas. Like yeah, yeah we, we don't have it at all, right? Yeah, like yeah, we got like the the hoods and stuff, but we that was like one of them suburban areas that was like ain't nothing gonna happen over there. Like ain't no nothing like the the police and stuff is strict over there. But when I heard about that and like the whole like the whole South Florida was it was just crazy, bro. Like yeah, that's. That, that was a crazy day when I, when I even heard it too. I was just like, wow, man. Like, I was praying for the families and stuff, hoping yeah. that, like, not bad happened again. Yeah. But I, I respect XXX Tentacion a lot too for doing what he did, um, throwing that show to, that gave back. The, it was a donation uh, money back to the people of Parkland High School and stuff like that. Um, it's funny because you asked me, like, who's my top five of all time? That was my top five all time. But I think if I had to say my top five favorites now, yeah, now. in the game, now in the game, I, I would say not not in order, but Drake, uh, Bryson Tiller is a Bryson very Tiller. big artist to me. I, one of my favorites. I really like Bryson Tiller. Uh, I think he's one of the most underrated in the game. Of course. Uh, um, Drake, Bryson Tiller, Lil Uzi, um, Lil Skies, mm. and I think if it had to come to that fifth spot, it'd be a tie between uh x x trippy red or um young thug young i think thug. they all they all tie him up in that fifth place right there you know young thug especially like in the south like at first it was you know even with future when future first came out we like this nigga he's nothing but like a uh try to be like a, a next t-pain but once you start seeing the evolution and start noticing that, you know, they do have, like, a, a style that's different, like, Young right. Thug, to me, is becoming, like, that artist that's, he's overlooked when it comes to his creativity, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, definitely. 
definitely say that. So I I wasn't disappointed when J Cole was like, I got Young Thug on tour. I'm like, that shit gonna be live. Right. <laughs> right. You know, but like. I feel like they they made it like. I feel like people look at like a young thug like in the beginning like people like they were hating on him like heavy mm-hmm. like I was just like I don't know how like I mean this he's fire like I, I like him and and then now he's turned into that artist where it's like like yo that's young thug like like he's up there with the like futures and Drake right now like where mm-hmm. like uh, in my eyes like when I look at an artist like him where I need these type of artists like. They're like those artists that drop once a year type of artists. You yeah, know what I'm exactly. Like he's one of those artists now, so it's like big ups to him for sure. He definitely, he definitely went through a lot to get to where he's at. But especially with people calling him gay and all this type of things, like he went through mm-hmm. a lot to get to where he's at. But I fuck with him on a mindset level too. Like I like his creativity and his mm-hmm. differentness. Like that's that, like I said in the beginning. That's that's the big thing that plays on me. Like. Especially when you're an artist, like if you if you could be different, you do these different type of things. Like I like that. Like yeah, he's he's different. His sound, like you can't deny, like the sound could be played anywhere. You know, like it's diverse. You know, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, especially nowadays, if you could be versatile, you right. Yeah, that's that's a big thing, yo. If you're versatile, you'll last. You know so. Yeah, man. Like, you got any shout outs? Um, any more announcements coming up? We got to make a part uh, two, bro. I definitely want <laughs> to shout out my guy, Little Skies, and the rest of the team, Cuff Boys, all them. Uh, definitely want to shout out my artist, Murder P. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Murder Gang, the team, we're, we're, we're trying our hardest to get to where we're going. So, enjoy the journey as it's coming. Uh, you know, shout out my guy, Leslie, over at Torture, my guy, Darius. Uh, and then last but not least, definitely shout out, you know, my cousin out there, man. Keep watching down on me. Yeah, man. Uh, keep making good things come my way. Um, but definitely, no, most important shout out, shout out to my parents because yeah. if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here doing the things I'm doing. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the life they gave me, I wouldn't have these things in life. So everything I do has got to go back to them, too. So. And I meant to ask you that, too. My bad. I, I meant to, I missed one more question. Who were your, your biggest influences? Uh, my biggest influences are definitely my family, mm-hmm. especially my parents. Um, you know, I just want to, like I said, the same way Skies acts. Like, I just want to be stable to where my, like, I can go buy my mom's dream car eventually. Uh, it's coming soon. I'm definitely going to say that. Like, my mom's dream car is definitely coming soon. Um, put my parents in a big house on the hills. Like, I'm, like that's that's my motivation every day. But uh, my my biggest influences are definitely my parents, and I want to I want to say that a big influence in my life also is definitely Uzi because he he pushed me to get into this game like like being one of the first artists I met and helped out like that made me want to job myself in this music world to do stuff so you know him being. And he's definitely an influence in my life, like, just with this music shit. Like, he plays a big part. Um, but, yeah, definitely, that, my biggest influence is definitely my parents. Yeah, man, that's what's up, bro. Like, parents, yeah. I always said it, man. If it wasn't for the parents, man, right. <laughs> we wouldn't be right. here. It's just, a, it's, there's no way around that. Like, if they didn't have me, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So, how can I not thank them? Exactly. They put me in this world. Exactly. Full of great, great, full of great and wonderful things that come to me in my life. So, they're the reason why this all happens. Exactly, man. Hey, 
I'm gonna lock you in. We gotta have a part two. Hopefully, I'll be up there. I never been to Philadelphia. I think the first time. Say you need to come down here. Yeah, man. The first time I was up in the East Coast, my fiance she just graduated from John Hopkins, so we had to go up to Baltimore. Uh, okay. So that was like a whole nother experience. Like that was like the further I went. Then we went around like DC and stuff like that. But Philly right. wasn't that that um all that like Philadelphia, New York, I didn't realize they all next to each other, like Jersey, yeah, Boston. Philly and New York, especially too, like it's really the same shit. Like like the people you'll meet in New York and the lifestyle that's down there is the same thing that's down here. Like we're mm. really like identical. Like we're all like the same people. But um yeah, I definitely say you gotta make a trip to Philly soon. But if you come here don't get a cheesesteak from either Geno's or Pat's. Because if you hear about... Don't... I'm telling you. That's that's like a tourist <laughs> place. Like, that's just where the tourists go because they just they just hear about it because yeah. those two cheesesteak places that are next to each other, they're like in like one of the most busiest places of Philly. So that's why it's so known. Mm-hmm. So being somebody from Philly will tell you that that's actually like the worst cheesesteak in Philly. And... Um, I think if when you come down here, the cheesesteak place you should definitely go to is on it's on South Street, which is like a pretty known place in Philly. It's on Fourth and South. It's called Jim Steaks. Jim Steaks, yeah, I got it. Yeah, that. definitely hit up there. And then uh, also another place would be Phillips Steaks. Shout out my guys over there. Uh, my friend's family owns that. They're they're probably neck and neck for like the best in the city, in my opinion. Yeah, because you already know, like I went to Memphis, and Memphis was known for ribs, and I went to a place, and it was like. You know, around like you right, like the tourist area, and I ain't like right. it. <laughs> I be telling people you got to go into like the hoods to get or the urban that's area. The be- that's really where the best that's, shit be. That's where God. the best stuff be. <laughs> you know, um, oh yeah. And how you felt about the Eagles winning the uh, championship? Oh man, can't forget oh, that. My guys, man, we finally did it. It's been a long drought. Uh, I'm a I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Like I had, I have season tickets all the time. Like I just listen. I'm gonna be honest. I did not think the year would be this year where we were gonna actually win it all. I thought we were gonna go far, but I didn't. I didn't know Carson Wentz was gonna have the season he had. Yeah. And all this, and then, but when he got hurt, I was, I was kind of scared. I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know. But then you know, Nick Foles he pulled through though. So I mean, shout out to them guys. They they worked hard as shit, especially being underdogs. You know, they definitely proved that like. What you know, Jason Kelsey's famous lines it mine is hungry dogs run faster. So Yeah man. Yeah, you know, definitely yeah, shout out to the Eagles for that man. They they pulled through. And y'all beat Tom Brady the pick you know I'm a Dolphin fan. I don't like the Patriots, so <laughs> I'm a Dolphin and Ram fan, man. But it and my nephew, he's an Eagles fan too, so like Right. It was beautiful. Like I, I just like teams like the Warriors and, and the Eagles. Like y'all can have a dynasty, you know, because y'all right. draft good. Y'all pick good free agents and stuff like that. Like it's All it's right. teams. I love teams that that follows the structure. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. they, yeah, they. Oh, man, I thought the Sixers had a chance this year too, but you know, no, y'all, y'all. We did, I think we definitely right there. We just need that one more piece. I think we set. You know, we're, we're obviously we're, right now we're buzzing about picking on LeBron and free agency, but I don't, I don't know how true that could be. But I mean, if it, I feel like if that does happen, I think it, I think it's over because mm-hmm. now you're giving LeBron a team, like yeah, a, a real team. You got Ben Simmons, you know, you got yeah, like I, in my opinion, Ben Simmons is the next LeBron. He is like, the way they play, especially too. Like they de- they got the same playing style. It's just Ben Simmons obviously has to work on the shot, but. You know, anybody can work on a shot. That's something you can always work on. But 
Um, you know, you got Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, top yeah. three center in the league. In my opinion, I think he's the best center in the league. Who, Embiid? Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, I would say either him or Carl Anthony Towns if I had to say one. It's him, Carl Anthony Towns, and Cousins. Cousins. That's, that's like the top three. I feel like, you know, Cousins be getting hurt too much, but, I mean, he's definitely, he definitely, a, you know, he's definitely a dynamic center, but I feel like he hurt too much to be putting him out there as the best because he don't play enough. Yeah. But, like, you know, Embiid showed what he can do in, like, limited minutes, and then he showed what he can do even more in a, in a full-time game. So, you know, he... He definitely, he's he's a threat in this league. Trust Especially me. Ty, like, <laughs> him bringing up the, the playing style, being a center and being able to shoot that three. Yeah. So, you know, him, he's the, it's him, Simmons, you know, we got J.J. Redick, one of the better shooting guards in the league. Yeah. Uh, we picked up Marco Bellinelli, another great shooter. Uh, we got a we got a nice little bench. Um, you know, we got Darius Sarek, I think, is an underrated forward, but... There's another thing buzzing in the uh, free agency right now that um, they're supposedly wanting to make the trade of giving Minnesota um, Markel Fultz, Dario Sark, and a pick to get Carl Anthony Towns and put Embiid and Towns down there together. That, that won't be fair. <laughs> that happens, that's not going to be fair. That's really not going to be fair. Those twin that's towers. You're not, you're not getting in the lane with them two down there. It's just not going to happen. And they both versatile. They both can shoot the three. Right. Like, like, bro. It's funny how them two could be your wing players if you really wanted to. Like, that, that's just that's just crazy. But I mean, yeah, they trying to do a lot. They're trying to pick up him. They're trying to pick out LeBron. They're trying to trade for Kawhi. They're uh, they're just trying to make crazy moves. The Sixers. Uh, they're gonna land. They're gonna land something big. I know that though. They definitely I mean, have to land something big. I mean, y'all got the picks. I have the the cap salary. So. I, yeah, we got and we got the tenth pick this year. Yeah. I mean. So I said in the East, it's the it's gonna be the Sixers and, and the Celtics like for years to come because like just the yeah, Celtics. I don't know what's up with them Cavs. They they done it. <laughs> they done it this year. They yeah, done. They, they got to yeah. Because yeah. I, I I just I I don't see LeBron staying. I just I don't think especially if he's thinking like damn I got like maybe another five in me like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit around his team and waste my time like I'm trying to get more rings so I think he's definitely gonna try and go to Philly or something because it's like. I know he has to be looking at that team. Like, if I go there, like, that's an automatic championship. Like, the man has. The Sixers proved they could be a top five team in the league without yeah. him. So, I mean. The man had 51 points. <laughs> and right. still lost. And still lost. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel bad for him. I, like, listen, I, I'm going to be honest, though. I never was a LeBron fan because I'm a Jordan fan. So, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, uh, and I always said, like, I'd be sick if he kind of did come to Philly because. I don't want him to win no more rings because he's coming closer to Jordan. And, like, Philly's my home team. So, like, I'm going to want them to win. But if LeBron's on there, then it's going to make me mad because, like, I don't yeah. want to cheer for LeBron either. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I'm witnessing greatness and stuff. So, and it's a, it's a good thing. But, yeah. I mean, I got to get credit where it's still. Yeah, but, on, on both sides. Because even Golden State, I was telling people, like, Golden State, I feel like the NBA needed that. Like, it's been a while since... Since like the Lakers, we had like a team that could go in the dynasty. I love, yeah. I love Steph Curry and Clay, bro. Like, yeah, they, they play really well together. And the Draymond, crazy. Like, you just gotta appreciate the moment, man. Cause, <laughs> yeah, I look now. I look at it like the league is like, it's like, 
the Warriors are like the, the Lakers right now back in the day. Like, yeah. they're really the team that's, that somebody's got to figure out how to assemble another team to go at them and beat them right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like uh, the Cavs ain't doing it. I know that, like, I feel like, I feel like the Cavs might get swept. But, um, it's like the game, the way the game was looking last night, it looks like the rest of the series is going to be like that. And then the Warriors pull out in the end and just come away with the win. Yeah. That's how every game looks like, it looks like it's going to be to me. But, um, Man, I don't know what Jr. was doing last night. They said but, they, they said he was yeah. on the hem. <laughs> he was saying he knew it was tied. He was trying to get. He he thought LeBron was about to call a timeout or something. That's why he kind of stopped. Yeah. And then Tyron Lewis saying he thought that the game was they were up by one. And uh, there's a whole different bunch of stories. You'll never get a real one, but uh, I don't know what was going on. But yeah, it just sucks me out. I mean, I, I kind of like I mean, yeah, it'd be good if LeBron came here, but like. Mm-hmm. Y'all like, can. Y'all just need a few like, more pieces. Like, if y'all yeah, could get someone like a... Yeah, a couple more pieces. Honestly, I think I'd rather see them pick up Kawhi yeah. instead of LeBron because we can bring Kawhi up in the Eastern Eastern Conference with us into the finals, and he can stick LeBron. Yeah. And the rest of the team can do... You, you already seen what we did against LeBron this year. If he was to stay on the Cavs, like, the Sixers were up at 30 points on him at one point at, at the end of the season. Yeah. So, you put Kawhi in there now, who stops LeBron most of the game, like, we can pull away with that. And then... Now you go up against the Warriors with a team we got and Kawhi, a big defensive threat and another dynamic scorer. Like we got a chance. Like, yeah, that'd be a great series. That go, that'll go seven automatically. Like, that, yeah, that would be a good series. Like it'd be interesting. Yeah, man. But, That's something you want to go see. But I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping to see what happens. I'm just waiting. Yeah, man. But hey, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we gotta have a part, gotta two. a part two. Part two, I gotta come up to Philadelphia. Probably at the, hopefully if not, end of this year, beginning of next year, bro. But like, I'm trying to just like start traveling more. Like, I was in LA. LA was like a, a great experience. Like, yeah, I love it down there. Like, it made Miami look like so small. Like, I'm like, <laughs> damn, bro. Like, yeah. and I asked people that was like. I was like, because I've never been to New York. They was like, is L.A. bigger than New York? They said, yeah, like, it's just, it's spread out. Right. <laughs> you know, but, right, right. but, but, yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to come down to Miami soon again, too. I'm looking to come down within, like, the next month or so. So, we'll definitely. Yeah, we can link up. A, a link or yeah, we can link up, man. This your number, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my number. Yeah, man, we going to link up, man. And, uh, Do you, um, you put this on YouTube or something? I put it on uh, it's it's on Audio Boom, so it'll be on iTunes, Spotify, um, SoundCloud. It's pretty much everywhere, you know. All right, hold on. I'm gonna put you on my Instagram story. You tell them where to go get it. Ready? Hold up. All right. Hey man, just got done a podcast with my man DJ Anonymous. You know, tell them where to go get that at. What's going on? What's up? What's up, boys? But um, you can find up the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Heart Radio, shit everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. For sure. Uh, be- oh, it's fun. I like doing these things. <laughs> like talking about my experiences and shit. Yeah, man. Let me close it out, man, real quick. Uh, this is me, your boy DJ Anonymous, with my dog Matt. Uh, Sports Biz Music, the podcast, episode 38, and we out. What's up?